Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Brett Eibner to the show, and Brett, we really appreciate you joining us this afternoon, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, and I, I know that uh, obviously you're you're still doing the baseball thing, and there's a, a lot of times where you may not be able to watch all the games. But I'm just going to be curious about your thoughts of. Uh, you know, Razorback baseball this year, making it to the College World Series. I know you were part of a team that made it, too. And just uh, what have you thought of the job by this Razorback baseball team this year? Yeah, I mean, obviously, anytime you get to the College World Series, it's a it's a huge uh, deal for the program. Um, anytime you can you can put those uh, years on the outfield wall and, and show what your program history has done and will continue to do, I think that just speaks volumes about what um, the players have come through and, and you know, even before, you know, obviously Van Horn's done a great job, but Norm DeBrien, I mean, he's done a fantastic job, you know, getting this program to where it is, and then Van Horn continuing that. So um, I think the world to all those guys, and I think they've done a great job. How about expectations for this Arkansas program? We're at the point where we expect to see them have a chance to win a college World Series and win a national title every year. And uh, so when you played, how did you go about handling those expectations? Yeah, I mean, it's hard. I think, um, I mean, you look at baseball in general, uh, you know, no matter what level you play at, you, you play a lot more games than any other sport, really. So, you know, people have got to realize that, you know, the season is not a sprint. It's not like football where you got to, you know, you kind of live and die with those one with those one games. You know, baseball, you can afford to lose a game and still continue to have a great season. I mean, that's from the big leagues on down. So, um, yeah, the expectations are you want to win every game. But, uh, you know, realistically, you got to keep, you know, your focus on the long-term goal and, you know, continue just to play hard. And, you know, things won't go your way in baseball. That's just how it is. You look at the failure rate, um, you know, it is what it is. And uh, I think the teams that can, you know, learn from their, their losses and build from that, that's the teams that are the strong teams. And that's kind of what we had in 2009. We weren't a great team. I mean, we were a good SEC team, I'd say middle of the road. But I think where we really – Arrived was we never never felt like we were out of games. We knew we could always come back, and we were going to play hard and, and try to outlast that team, the other team. So I see a lot of that with this team. This team plays with a lot of energy, and you know I'm excited to see them, you know, continue uh, forward in this tournament. You know, Brett, you mentioned the, uh, the the kind of the team and the season that you guys had in 09, and I remember seeing that stat in the College World Series, and it was like 15 games where Arkansas was trailing seven innings or later. Arkansas came back to win in 2009. Like it was just an incredible amount of games, and so I was just curious about it. That uh, you know, you, you mentioned the team and the you know how the expectations were handled and everything. What was it about the team? Was it something that the the coaching instilled? Was it a culture thing? Was it just the toughness of the individual players? What made that team so good at always being down but never being out and coming back and winning so many games? Yeah, I mean, a lot of it starts from you know coaching staff and then leaders on the team. You look at guys that are just. You know, going through the, you know, I would give a lot of credit to to Shepikov. I mean, really, he was he came back for his, his fifth year, and um, you know, he just he he really, you know, playing with Shep two years prior, um, I think he really turned the page on that last year, and he he really, you know, led that team and and really kind of showed everyone, hey, by example, let's work hard, we're going to do things the right way, and and uh, you know, that never give up attitude, and um, you know. Obviously, Van Horn, Butler, and, and Jorn, they all had their, 
you know, Butler with the hitters, Zorn with the pitchers, and Van Horn kind of getting everyone together. So really, it was just kind of everyone gelled together, and everyone had the same uh, was on the same page, and and uh, you know, things really clicked for us. And that's the dangerous part is you look at those teams that are battle tested and that don't give up, and they're playing great. You know, at the end of the year, those two teams. I don't care what your rankings are. I mean, look what happened to Tennessee. They were one of the, you know, I compare them to the LSU team that won in 2009. How great that team was. Uh, they end up obviously went winning, but uh, Tennessee, they they obviously, you know, went through everybody this year and, and look what happened to them. It just matters what, you know, what you do at the end of the year. So when you get hot and you had that, that attitude and that, um, you know, that, that want to win, I mean, those are, those are, uh, those are things that you can't really trade for. So I, that's what I would rather have in a team than, and then just pure talent. Looking at this current team, are there any similarities you see to that 9 team and maybe some differences also? Yeah, um, you know, I, I think uh, they're, they're pretty similar, I think. Um, you know, I don't know the, the whole pitching staff as well. Um, just watching some of their hitters and stuff, they hit a lot of home runs like we did. Um, <clears throat> but uh, really, I, I think uh, <clears throat> who are, I, for me, the, the pitching is going to be the biggest deal. I know they can score runs. It's just a matter of um, you know, pitchers, can they hold it on that stage? I think that's the biggest thing is, um, you know, pitching in front of that, which I think gives us a huge advantage because you look at our, you know, our home stadium and we, we pack that out uh, pretty good every weekend. So um, the advantage there is going to be big. But, yeah, the, the, the similarities in each team is, is uh, for 09 and now I think are pretty close. Speaking with Brett Eibner, former Razorback baseball player here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Brattle Fine Jewelry Hotline. You know, Brett, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring you on and, of course, ask you about, I'm sure, a play you get talked asked about a lot from Razorback fans. College World Series against Virginia, top of the ninth inning, there's two outs. And you hit a, a two-run piss missile out of the ballpark that ends up tying the game against Virginia, and it wasn't over there. There were still some crazy plays that had to end up happening. And honestly, it, it's my favorite Razorback baseball play of all time. Of course, that's until Arkansas wins a College World Series title. But take us back to that moment and in that game, because we know like being in the College World Series, being on that stage is huge. But uh, what did you see during that play and, and hitting that home run and then just the, the ensuing craziness that happened afterwards? Just kind of take us through it. Yeah, so really, uh, you know, and I, I've been saying this since, the moment it happened, and I think a lot of the credit has to go to Zach Cox. I mean, because he was he was up with two outs with you know one two count on him, and he ended up getting a base hit up the middle. So you know, without Cox getting a base hit, I don't get up and get the opportunity to to hit a home run. So um, you know, I think I think people need to realize that Zach Cox really is the one that kind of kept us alive and gave us the, the opportunity to tie that game up. Because even if <clears throat> You know, say Cox hits the home running, we're still down. Uh, you know, and it's just, um, you know, I, I, a lot of credit goes to, to Zach there to, to get on, find any way to get on base and, and uh, you know, give us a chance to keep the line moving. But, um, yeah, and then the other thing, too, is uh, I just remember hearing all he threw with sliders. I, I can't remember the the, uh, the pitcher's name now, but, um, yeah, I just remember him throwing a bunch of sliders, and I was like, hey, I'm going to sit on a slider here and, and – you know, hope I can get one up in the zone and he ended up hanging that one. Uh, and, you know, just happened to give me a good pitch to hit. What are some other moments that stand out to you from playing in the College World Series or just maybe being in Omaha altogether? Yeah, uh, from the same game, really. I mean, you look after that, you know, 
tackle comes in, shuts him down. And, and then the other, I think another huge play would be uh, the uh, double play with uh, Carver. I mean, you look at him, um, you know, I think it was a one-hop line drive to him. And for him to body it up and then have the awareness to kind of release his hands out to the side to let the ball and get and drop straight down instead of trying to juggle it. Uh, you know, it was a bang bang play. I think it was actually Danny Holton that was running to first. So it was just uh, there were some plays in there that are incredible. And then you know, uh, Andrew Dar getting the, the huge double down the left field line to score McKinney. Um, that, that puts us up on top. So uh, you know, all around, it was just an incredible game. Um, I, I really, it's it's for me, it's got to be one of the top. I think the top game that I've played in, obviously. Um, in my career, so there, or at least there at Arkansas. So it's uh, just an all-around great team win, and that's kind of what you look for in Omaha. You know, I, I think Brett, that's uh, everyone's been curious, always asking because we have former players on our show quite often, and it's always kind of fun to hear their takes on everything. But uh, I want to ask you too, what was it like playing for Dave Van Horn? Because he's been at Arkansas for a long time now. And, you know, it seems like that guys maybe that played during your time may have a slightly different answer from uh, playing for him just, you know, a few years ago. But just in your experience and what you remember, what was it like playing for Dave Van Horn in Arkansas? <laughs> yeah, uh, Dave was great, obviously. He, you know, with I know he had, me personally being an outfielder, he had a little bit more fun with the infielders. He, uh, he loves hitting those boys some ground balls. But, um, you know, it's just uh, he he was great with everyone really. I, I just uh, I really enjoyed you know being around him and and getting to see him uh, you know turn this program into what it is. Really, I got to actually go back even though I didn't get to see Coach Van Horn. I got to go back for the first time this this uh, this past off season and see the all the new facilities and stuff. And and I think what I appreciate most about Coach Van Horn, he's been that constant there the whole time. I mean, you look at how you look at team after team and year after year, how they're they're the same team demeanor wise every year. And that's how consistent Van Horn is. And I think that's what's the most, um, the thing I can say about Van Horn is he's been so consistent there um, year after year. And I don't think you, you know, that's really hard to do in the, in the, at the college level, especially now with the transfer portal and all the stuff going on. I mean, uh, and then him also, obviously, you know, Losing uh, um, coaches because guys are going to pick from the best the best program assistants to to lead you know other programs and stuff and so when when other when I see other schools start uh, taking these assistant coaches away from Arkansas that tells you a lot about what Van Horn's been able to do not only coach these young men up but also the assistant coaches around him um, what he's able been able to do for them so I think you look at what Van Horn's done as a whole and being as consistent as he has I think that speaks volumes. Four SEC teams made it to the College World Series. So there's a grind of going through a long season, conference play. How does that prepare you for playing in the postseason at a place like Arkansas? Uh, yeah, you know, it's tough. I mean, especially the West. I mean, you look at how difficult it is playing um, just those teams alone in the West. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely going to help you be tested and ready for the, the postseason. So um, I think. Uh, yeah, it's, it's tough because you play them so much during the season, um, and then every year it's just uh, you got to go in and say, "Hey, this is a little bit different than a than a three game series during the season." Um, you know, this is a 
must-win-now kind of game. And, um, you know, you can't say, oh, we've got, we, we can afford to lose one of these, you know, take two out of three, so to speak. And um, I think you have to put a little bit more, uh, uh, I don't want to say pressure, but um, emphasis on this game and, and that um, it's not more so an SEC matchup. you got to think about this as, you know, a must-win game for, for these teams. Uh, it's hard It's hard to kind of flip that switch because you see them so much. Brett, kind of take us through your uh, your professional career because obviously that's something that a lot of Razorback fans keep up with. Uh, I know that you were drafted by the Royals and you were with the A's, you were with the Dodgers and, you know, with the Marlins and, and everything. Just kind of take us through uh, your journey in the majors and uh, what you're up to now as far as uh, what's going on in your baseball career. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, like you said, uh, drafted Kansas City and was able to, to make it to the big league with them and um, you know a first class organization loved playing uh, for the Royals um, you know obviously Dayton Moore still there and and Robert being at Arkansas uh, got to you know it's funny is when I got drafted you know seeing him you know play around at the at the complex in Arizona and then being being uh, at Kaufman and stuff and watching him grow up it's crazy to see you know, him playing in Arkansas now and how good of a player he is, really. I mean, it's not a surprise, you know, seeing him take ground balls with Esky every day, you know, after he's Escobar at shortstop. And, and, I mean, it's it's not surprising to see his hands and, you know, just his movements out there. He's very, very, very smooth. And um, that was really cool to see to see him at that stage. So, um, but, uh, yeah, getting to play with Kansas City was super fun and, and um you know, enjoyed my time there, and then obviously went to uh, Oakland. You know, at the trade deadline there for the rest of the year, and then the next year with with LA. Um, and that's when you know I did the whole try to do the whole two way thing. End up uh, blowing out my elbow, and had Tommy John, and then uh, signed a two year deal with the Rangers, trying to to rehab that and come back from it. And then that's when I signed a two year deal with the Marlins and made it back to the big leagues as a pitcher. So uh, last year I was throwing. Um, and end up uh, having an avulsion tear with my uh, lat, my carries major. So I end up having surgery in January. So I'm rehabbing currently now, and it's about a, a full year uh, rehab with that. So um, I just started throwing last week, and it's been going really good. But it's just, uh, you know, it's getting harder uh, as I get older. Uh, you know, you don't bounce back as quickly as you like, and. Um, you know, with this being my sixth surgery, I'm hoping that I can, I can play, you know, a couple more years if uh, my arm comes back good. But um, we'll see how things turn out and how my throwing program goes, and and we'll go from there. And uh, you know, I'd love to keep playing, but obviously, uh, at some point, they always they always take that jersey off your back. So with the Marlins, is uh, is that the organization you're with for the next couple of years, or is the is the future kind of up in the air where you have some, some things to decide upon. Yeah. So, I mean, right now I'm a free agent. I got hurt my free agent year. So last year I had done a two year deal and, um, I, you know, getting hurt your free agent year and then having to have surgery, um, after, you know, failing your throwing program a couple of times, it's, you know, obviously not ideal. And no, not, there's not a whole lot of teams that, uh, you know, pick up guys that have surgery unless you're one of those top tier guys. So, um, you know, I'm just hoping to rehab this year and, uh, you know, if my arm, you know, comes back and, and rebounds really well, 
you know, then I'll give it a shot to, to try and get picked up and go play, you know, hopefully for a couple more years. But, you know, if not, you know, I've had, I've had a fun time playing, you know, baseball this long. There's not a lot of guys that have been able to play, uh, you know, 12, 13 years uh, in professional baseball. So I've been, I've been pretty blessed and uh, you know, if it is my time to, you know, hang it up and go home and, and I'm happy with it. You know, I've had a great career and, I've enjoyed it. You know, I obviously would love to have uh, had a little less injuries, but, uh, you know, it's all part of the game. And, you know, I've enjoyed my time uh, in meeting the people that I have. Well, Brett, obviously we hope that you have uh, many more career, many more years in uh, the majors and in baseball for sure. But uh, is there ever anything that has come across your mind? Is like, hey, when, when baseball is over for you, uh, what do you want to do after that? Because I know a lot of the guys like Zach Cox, who I know who you played with, we had on the other day. You know, he does some coaching things as well. Is there something that you would think about, uh, possibly once your baseball career is over, that you would move on to, or anything you would venture into? Um, you know, I, I haven't I haven't thought about that as much as I probably should. Um, you know, what I have enjoyed though is, uh, you know, I live here in, in Norman, Oklahoma. I know some Razorback fans aren't going to appreciate that, but you know, I've been able to work with Skip at OU a little bit and on this whole my, my pitching uh, transition, and he's really helped me out a lot. And, um, you know, getting to see some of those kids and how Skip interacts, and, you know, it's a different, you know, with me being older and, and you know, maybe something I want to do down the road, maybe working in, in a college setting. I haven't decided yet, obviously, but um, I could see that being something that I could do. I'm not sure, sure about um, – uh, you know, I think Cat Cox runs a like a, a full hitting facility. I don't know if that's something I would want to do, um, but the college level definitely is interesting. Um, I do love, you know, those kids are still um, learning a whole bunch. It's not quite pro ball where you get a little bit more, um, uh, I, don't know, I guess, egos with some of those guys, and, and you don't really want to deal with that. I think the college level is a little bit better. Those kids are eager to learn and want to, you know, move up to the next level for college, I think would be something that I would be uh, pretty interested in. But, um, you know, I haven't, I haven't really decided yet, and I'm just kind of waiting until, um, you know, my career finished up and, and then got my degree and then kind of really sit down with my wife and figure out what, you know, what we, we want to do and what direction we want to head in. Well, Brett, man, we really appreciate you joining us, man. I know uh, it's probably a crazy time for you during you know baseball season and everything like that, but uh, it was really good catching up with you, really insightful, just getting your thoughts and opinions on Razorback baseball and everything, man. But we appreciate it. Enjoy the week and enjoy the weekend, man, and hopefully we catch up with you later down the road. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me.